Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart and burning it down from both sides. Mm-hmm. So we decided to take this season of our podcast, however long this season decides to last, and discuss <laughs> all things werewolf. Oh, wow. There were so many H's in that version. <laughs> the werewolf. How about that one? Okay, I'll take that one. Yeah. And yes, we're reviewing, discussing all werewolf movies that are in various levels of quality. <laughs> Yes, and in no like in no order that makes any sense at all. It's just what we feel like doing. So yeah, <laughs> so you can listen to these in any order if you're a new person, because no dates, no nope. genres, just whatever. Just werewolf movies. <laughs> so how have you been? I'm good. I've been um, spending a lot of time kind of fine tuning all my choreography for. The show in a few weeks. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's as is it good as the Peacemaker intro choreography. What? Oh God! <laughs> oh the oh. Um, I I don't know whether it, this will make you happy or sad, but it's better than that. <laughs> so. I don't know if you can get better than that. I mean, that's just top tier. I don't think so. <laughs> and I think a lot of people would agree with me. Hey, one... John Cena is not the most expressive dancer. <laughs> hey, one guy does a flip. There's one flip. Oh, okay. That's a flip. One flip does not one dance make. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I'm good. How are you been? You know, hanging in there, doing the things, living life, mm-hmm. living the dream. <laughs> this was your dream? It is, doing a podcast <laughs> about werewolves. <laughs> yeah. With my friend across the country. <laughs> Planned out and everything. Like, Yeah. You're just waiting for a friend to move across the country so you could start a werewolf podcast. Yep, when I was four years old, it's like, I want to do a werewolf podcast. And they're like, I don't even know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so yeah, anything uh, new happening in your life outside of uh, choreography? No, I have a very boring life right now. It's mostly just choreography <laughs> <laughs> and music and lighting cues and costumes and putting out little fires and starting other little fires for other people to put out. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, really boring i feel like i'm a boring old person because i'm like well i found a new type of snack i like (laughs) 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 that's like it um but you know it's i'm not upset about it it's just uh it's just been that time maybe i don't know if it's this time of year or whatever but it's just one of those phases where it's just like head down grind and then, like, once the show happens, I think I'll have a life again. Sure. But right now, I'm basically in the studio and and or working every single day. So I haven't been getting a day off in a while. Wow. Um, but that's for future me to find. <laughs> <laughs> I 
how have you been doing? How's your shows? I know you have another show coming up. Yeah, March uh, 31st at Herman's Hideaway. We're finally doing our opening for Power Glove, which was supposed to happen in 2020. So Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> finally, Jesus. Finally actually happening. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Still not even sure. Like I'm still just like crossing fingers. Like, is this You're still like, gonna yeah, happen? Sh- sure we're opening or like <laughs> waiting for the call. <laughs> By the way, there's a new variant and it's here now. Yep. <laughs> and this one turns your skin green. Let's all have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. So you said that that's March thirty first. March thirty first, yep. Okay. Uh we're gonna be recording a new music video next weekend. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. So yeah. doing a lot of pre-production on that. Um, also got working on videos for my YouTube channel. I got one where I'm going to list uh, every version of Batman we've ever gotten. Ever. Oh, that is a video that someone needs. <laughs> Ter- care to take a guess on how many properties Batman has shown up in? Oh, Jesus. No, I have no idea. Uh, 76. What? Yes. Good God. I mean, it it is Batman. (laughs) So So if anyone, like, it it is Batman. (laughs) So that seems like sufficient enough of a reason. So that'll be coming out the day before the new Batman movie comes out. So nice. Look out for that. So is Robert Pattinson in your video? He is. I did miss Michael Keaton in the new Flash movie because there's no good pictures of him in it yet. Because they're sort of trying to keep that secret still, even though everyone knows. Why? <laughs> Why are they trying to keep that under wraps? I I don't know. Okay just makes them look weird it does (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we're getting uh yeah we're getting three batmen this year fyi batman Batman, because uh also uh ben affleck's gonna reprise his role in flash as well so oh really yeah So that's all confusing i just feel like dc is a is an interesting place to be right now Yes, and if you hear it scritching around, the cat decided to come and play with my toys on my desk. So, Well, I mean, this is also her podcast. It's true, so. but she's hiding just off camera. I can see her ear. <laughs> I see one ear. See one ear. <laughs> All right, uh, are we ready to jump into this uh, cinematic masterpiece? I mean, I'm ready to jump into something. <laughs> well, before we get into it, if people want to suggest movies to review or ask any questions hit us up how how would they do that you can find us at goth and sloth on twitter and instagram and you can email us at goth and sloth at gmail.com all right let's jump into this so this week we are discussing werewolves of the third reich yes we are (laughs) (laughs) um it's uh from 2017 and it retells the incredible true story of the nazis using werewolves in the battle of new hastings yeah (laughs) i mean 
all historians have all have ever been able to talk about is this <laughs> this occurrence oh my gosh this movie uh well i'll let you get into it <laughs> We'll get there. All right. So uh, this is a 2017 British movie uh, written and directed by Andrew Jones, who's known for doing mock and uh, what are they called? Not mock. Yeah, the mockbusters, you know, like paranormal. What's his? Um, par- oh, he has Amityville uh, Asylum. and <laughs> ec- oh, Okay. Ec- so like the... Yeah, like Sharknado or like off. yeah, like Trans Transmorphers. That's the one I'm thinking of. Hmm. Although they're not asylum pictures, but yeah, he does those kind of things. Okay. Um so he's also got things on his under his belt like uh poltergeist activity. <laughs> oh my god. The exorcism of Anna Uckland. <laughs> okay. This <laughs> This this is the guy that is at fault for there being so many shitty horror movies on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah. That every time you like go to look look up something it's like, "But did you mean this?" and you're like, "Absolutely not. Did I mean that?" <laughs> All right. So we start our movie off in a really crappy attempt to remake the bar scene from uh Inglorious Bastards, which I'm going to bring up that parallel very often in this Mm -hmm. so it's a clandestine meeting in a bar and we're introduced to one of the fear fearsome four uh known as mad dog uh who don't call don't call don't call me mad dog oh my god (laughs) (laughs) uh and then uh you know it it goes about the same as that scene from inglorious bastards and kind of adds up to nothing so time wasted moving on uh (laughs) (laughs) then we uh, get over to uh um dr mengala who is a real person obviously um and he got a serum from a guy that's able to create chimeras um where he can you know two animals smash together uh kind of thing and he's experimenting with doing that with humans to, of course, make, you know, super soldiers, as everyone wanted to do in World War II. Um, then, uh, <laughs> then it goes to another part where, <laughs> like, it's just random scenes for a lot of this movie. <laughs> it kind of is. This movie has no point. <laughs> and no flow. It has, it's got no, like, it does the chapter thing, like, it's trying to be interesting, it's and not helping. It doesn't. It's just like, oh, you're just covering up to the fact you don't know how to put these two scenes together. So you just say different chapter. How do tell story? <laughs> don't know. Uh where we're introduced to um Billy the Butcher, uh Reggie Reckless Brown, and Joe Fighting Joe Kane, known as the Fearsome Four. Um, they're being transported by military police, if I remember correctly, and um, and then it's like the transport is stormed and they kill some Nazis and they all pronounce it differently yes. too. It's amazing. <laughs> and they escape and decide they're going to just you know go kill some Nazis. 
So uh, they randomly come upon Dr. Mengele's uh, abandoned school. I mean, sorry, I mean his, his laboratory space. <laughs> Not an abandoned school at all. Not at all an abandoned school. <laughs> I don't know why you would get that impression. <laughs> Where, um, I guess, preceding that, Dr. Mengele's wife was cheating on him with one of the patients... In, no, it was one of the officers. One of the officers, sorry. One of the yeah. officers. And they decide to experiment on him, giving us our werewolf. And then uh, she goes to break him out because they're in love or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then our fearsome four storm the, <laughs> the abandoned school and start shooting as he's um, with a really weird scene where... Uh, he, he, they decide to just fist fight randomly because yeah. he, he wants to see how he'd do in a fight. Yeah, that was odd. <laughs> I was like, did you just like you re- you wanted you really wanted to get those moves on film yeah. or something? Like what? <laughs> that was uh, there were a lot of moments like there's, that. In this there's movie, a though. lot a lot of moments. Uh, and then during this breakout, it turns out uh, Ilsa Migdala's wife was turned into a werewolf. They didn't explain. How that happened? They did. Oh, did they? Did, mm-hmm. I, did I miss it? Did I yeah, out? she. You yeah, you zoned out right right at that moment when she found her lover all wolfified. She took the serum and injected herself. That's right. I did remember that. Okay, so we got our two werewolves who are then um, just kind of shot. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Very mortal. <laughs> creatures and um uh then they blow up the abandoned school and flash forward to a few years later their fearsome four find amygdala living in um uh argentina Argentina, and, and they kill him and then at the very end of the credits they promise that the fearsome four will return no. Or I should Just say, what everyone wanted. they threatened that the fearsome four <laughs> will return. So it sounds like I rushed through that description of the movie, but that, that was, was it. It. <laughs> it was somehow way long for what was basically two sentences of plot. <laughs> so but yeah, well, honestly, a big part of that was that at least one of my main takeaways from this was that whoever made this movie or wrote this, wrote the screenplay was like, I have some good, like one liners and I'm going to fit them in no matter (laughs) what. I don't care if it costs us a billion dollars to film (laughs) 30 minutes so that I can get this one line out. Like, Oh my God. It was a lot of that from my perspective. Absolutely was. Um, So yeah, Mad Dog's got this uh, catchphrase that he, he I love killing Nazis. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> and then everybody's German except for the Americans, but they all have bad German and American accents. Yes, this is very <laughs> British, and they're very bad at doing American accents very. and German and German accents. German I was accents. like, I'm sorry, are we in France? What's happening? <laughs> It was some really bad accents. Uh, they were like that, and the the girl, um, the bitch of whatever. Oh yeah, she, she's called. She 
her, her during her introductory scene when she's talking to all the inmates or whatever, mm-hmm. she just goes like from German to less German, French R's, British vowels, German W's. <laughs> like she's just like she's all, all over, over the place. Yeah. And then like in the next scene, she's like basically British. Yeah. I'm like, what, what, why did you even try? <laughs> uh, I'll give him some credit. There is some legit German in it, at least in the first scene. And I was I'm like, sure okay. it took them a long time to nail that one down. And it did kind of feel like, see that, guys? I did it. I did it. <laughs> but then, like, they had German in it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And then Hitler never spoke German. Well. You know, Hitler's famous for not liking the German language and, you know, all things German. <laughs> huh. I, I, I'm sorry, did I, is this different reality now? Or am I in time stream? But yeah, it's been, it was a, a strange movie to behold. I, I um, love the props, speaking of Hitler. I love the prop flag behind him. That they obviously cheaply made because you can't just order a swastika flag without getting on a list somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was yeah, so bad. So yeah, the bandana, the little like swastika bandanas yeah. um, on their arms, the armbands, like those were janky. Like, I mean, things that I can understand. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like, it was just overwhelmingly exhausting i think <laughs> it's a good word for it so it they they did have a plot it did um there were there was a serum there was a really unnecessary scene about how he got the serum i know why it's there though why so my biggest takeaway on this entire movie is it really really wanted to be inglorious bastards Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. So I feel like that's why there was the long cutaways and like why that bar scene was in the beginning. And Mad Mm -hmm. Dog is trying so hard to be Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just, you know, you can't you can't outpit Brad Pitt. So, yeah. And you can't out Tarantino. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They yeah. The uh, bar scene if you don't which don't see this movie but if you don't want to see it but you want a good explanation is take the bar scene from inglorious bastards remove all the tension and any backstory to it (laughs) yeah and then it's roughly about the same at that point with some healthy pregnant pauses yeah of just like staring at each other with weird twangy guitar yeah. in the background it just whoo boy it was tr- this was yeah it was trying really really hard to be in glorious bastards and it did not succeed it did not not at all um <laughs> and like this is my pick so this is my bad <laughs> i did not see it beforehand <laughs> i was expecting schlock don't get me wrong with the title sure. of werewolves of the third reich but yeah. they even fail at being cheap cheesy horror yeah a hundred percent they were trying too hard to be tarantino yeah 
that they forgot to be a horror movie. Yeah, because I assumed this was probably based around the fake Rob Zombie trailer from Grindhouse, the werewolf women of S of the SS. Oh yeah. Um, but that would have been great, and that like Zombie was supposed to make that at some point, and I don't think he ever. It's been awesome. It would have been. He still should do it if he's listening. If you're listening, Rob Zombie. Definitely listening to our show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that because he knows like we're looking for over the top gore, blood, and cheese, and this one was just trying too hard on not even the cheese. They're just trying too hard to Tarantino. Dial? Yeah, yeah, to know. Tarantino because it had no uh, like there was no suspense. Mm-hmm. There were no suspense elements yeah. when the, when the person that got turned into a werewolf happened. It was just kind of like, and now he's turning into a werewolf, and now he's a werewolf. And then she was like, I'm going to be a werewolf too. Yep. And then you had two werewolves. And then there was no like hunt. There was no satisfaction of werewolf movies of like, are, are they going to turn people? Like, yeah. they're super strong. They're super fast. They're hard to kill anything like that like they just we got to the big like scene the big um conflict scene and they basically all just looked at each other and then shot at each other one one bit sort of yeah mostly a lot of screeching the girl werewolf screeched a lot (laughs) kind of like a pomeranian in distress (laughs) it was really odd but yeah i don't so I was definitely missing the horror elements of this mm-hmm. um, and not even like the slow pretentious horror element that I love. Yeah. Like, cause I, I like the like existential threat of like, is this what's happening? Is this not what's happening? Are you, is this character dying? Like what's going on? Um, it had none, none of that either. No. <laughs> so. It, it was just a movie with a couple werewolves in it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I applaud them for doing a thing. Like, oh, making sure. a, movie a movie is not easy, and get it all done and be relatively, co- you know, having a plot. And it's it's a movie. Like, it, it's... Yeah, they did it. They did the thing. They um, created a thing. But, yeah, at the same time... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I think that part of it for me too was like I didn't realize it was a 2017 movie. Mm-hmm. So like it was very clean and crisp in the way that they filmed it. Yeah. And then the grittiness was like missing. Yeah. From this grungy height of the second world war sort of situation everybody looks like super pristine like all the prisoners were like in crisp yeah nice clothes <laughs> and stuff and like the girl that was like trying to um just the acting in general i guess yeah. what i would just say is uh high school level at best yeah <laughs> it was just tough like the girl um that was like shy and was going to say what her name was. Like they ended up like, she was like, if you could take that scene and take little snapshots, 
to me it looked like a girl that was like trying to set up for a photo shoot she, she was like here's my good side and i'm gonna look, look sly and innocent i was like is this a porno is this some shit about to go down <laughs> but but no yeah it's um yeah no the whole thing could have used just that grainy filter that's built into like every editing software just throw that over the top of it yeah my bare, iphone has it at bare like, minimum <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, I I thought that it, I mean, of all things, I thought it was interesting um, that uh, there were some weird social things happening in there. Like there was a lot of misogyny and yeah. and homophobia in there for a second, and they tried to turn the guy that said it into a bad guy, mm-hmm. which is like very two thousands. And this movie's after that, so yeah. they should have known better. But, like, <laughs> in the 2000s, I think a lot of people thought, like, oh, if someone does some homophobic shit, but then we make them the bad guy, we're the good guys. And it's like, just don't have them do homophobic shit. Yeah. Unless it's relevant to the story. Yeah, it's like, it's the same it, the same level of when we got really bad slashers in the late 2000s where you made all the protagonists really shitty people so you cheer them on to get killed and yeah that's not yep. fun no um so i i had a little bit of a that element or i got that feeling watching this one mm-hmm. um and then the um the whole like black guy's character and his story and i was just like Dude, you would have been dead. You wouldn't have been going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But I, I, there were some attempts made, and that's, you know, that's fine. Like you said, they made a thing. Um, but as far as a werewolf film, again, I'm, I'm into like existential werewolves. The threat of the werewolf itself is enough for me to be okay with it, just because if you do it well, yeah you can feel hunted by the idea of becoming a werewolf in a movie. Yeah. You can like spend the entire time kind of like, Oh shit. Like, is this the end for this character or for me or for the society or whatever? Mm-hmm. That did not happen in this film. No. And they didn't even like set out to destroy the, the lab that's making werewolves. They just kind of yeah. happened upon it. So like yeah. they could have switched the whole thing and be like, made the four go out like, they got intel that they're experimenting with animals and let's go in and they're you know they at least that would have created yeah a bit more tension yeah to like give them a direction to go instead of just like four americans aimlessly wandering around nazi occupied germany um but yeah so eh, we learned something today (laughs) um i don't like this filmmaker's work when it comes to this type of film, mm-hmm. but if he makes another type of film that's not so, a mock of Tarantino and horror, um, I might be more interested. You mean you want to go see, um, let's see, Bundy and the Green River Killer? No. If he made that, no. He, he did. That's <laughs> his most recent it, wait, is it a comedy? It does not have a Wikipedia page, so I'm I was no gonna idea. say if it's a comedy, absolutely not. If he's like maybe gonna get into like a docu series or something, I'd be interested to see where he was coming from. But if it's just like schlocky, not even schlocky, just like 
bad humor, bad taste serial killer movie. Nah. Uh, it's got a <laughs> 3.4 on IMDb. That's more than this film. <laughs> this um, film was like a 2.5, 2.3. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it says, in, based on true story which inspired Silence of the Lambs, a police detective consults with an incarcerated madman, Ted Bunny, to help him catch the Green River Killer. Hmm. Mm, I'm all right. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Anyway, so um, let's uh, discuss the design of the these these werewolves that we got for fifteen minutes. Sure. Yeah, the design was um, a mask. Bad. Yeah. A mask with a he like I'm thumbsing up <laughs> to the camera that you can't see because that's it, folks. That's it. We got a mask like prosthetic you know so it's like just on the face nothing else doesn't affect the hairline doesn't affect the ears Mm -hmm. doesn't go past the chin neck is normal the rest of the body is normal there was some hemorrhaging at some point like his finger his fingernails were bleeding but that that passed i guess um so yeah just just a mask with really big eye holes so you can see the other eye inside of that yeah and um yeah um yeah i thought to myself like these look more like like gargoyles than werewolves yeah 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 hard to see the wolf aspect except for during the first guy's transformation mm-hmm. i guess that's the only transformation we see yeah. there was that like showing of the teeth mm-hmm. which were definitely wolf teeth yeah. like kind of pushing out of the face and it was like sort of the same sort of iconic werewolf transformation scene that you typically see if there uh if there are um like real life uh effects mm-hmm. But other than that, like after that scene, it was just here's a guy with a mouth yep. or a mask, and their mouths were typically closed. Sometimes they opened it for a, a bit, but a, a bite. But it was like re- it's really dark. Um, those scenes are dark, which is good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so you can't really tell, you know, when there was a bite, it was like just kind of looked like a baby mouthing a teething <laughs> toy like they went in with their their jaw open and just had their open mouth against someone's face yep. and then pulled away <laughs> and the person that was quote bitten was like ah and you're like but i have eyes <laughs> like, you didn't get bitten um but yeah so it's not good it was uh it was a design um but uh luna what would happen if you were to boop that snoot some of the prosthetics would come off on my fingers probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i kids can't even answer that because qu- we didn't even get a sense of like what these werewolves are like or anything because they're in so little of this movie where they're in the title of it <laughs> yeah they're not they're not scary or like could even be perceived as scary other than they're ugly yeah like because they don't they don't seem to have any sort of like insatiable hunger or 
like just need to kill non-wolfy human yeah. or whatever. Like there's just no drive behind them. They're not particularly ferocious, mm-hmm. but they don't talk when they're in werewolf form either. So you're saved by that. So there is that. <laughs> At least you can't have a bad accent if you don't talk. And they did say the um, title of the movie in the movie, so that always makes me a little excited. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, yes, they did. Hitler said it, didn't I believe he, he did, yeah. Werewolves of the Third Reich. They're like, oh, okay. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. But we could talk about the yeah, transformation. Let's, let's there is a that. transformation. What What'd you think? Um. I mean, bad, but <laughs> I will give them that there was like an element of pain. Mm-hmm. You know, he was very uncomfortable. He was in like more and more pain. And like I said, his fingernails were bleeding, like the beds of his fingernails were bleeding. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the, like that one scene where they have the mouth pushing out of a prosthetic yeah. face, um, where I was like, okay, at least you're doing kind of like the bare minimum <laughs> for special effects. Um, and then after that, it was just, now you're wearing a mask no, that you could pick up at Spirit for nine ninety nine. I'm going to say it was actually surprisingly well done considering the quality of the rest of the film. Oh, aren't you nice? <laughs> I was like, okay, we're finally getting somewhere. We got our transformation. It's pretty okay. Like, it's not top tier, but, you know, it's not bad CG like in uh, uh, Big Bad Wolf either. So I'm like, okay, we're getting somewhere, and then nothing. No. I, I mean, maybe I had that thought. Maybe I had that thought for a second <laughs> when, like, like he it he started to transform. I was like, ooh, maybe no, nope, <laughs> no, never mind. Yeah. So uh, okay, all right. I'm glad you gave them more credit than I did, but they have like a zero point five only because they did have a transformation. So I can't say zero. <laughs> there was an attempt. There was an attempt. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give them like yeah, like a like a older puppy like a like a two <laughs> damn like it was okay. it was something um it it was and something there, and right. i might have just been so bored at that point that i was just like hey all right something's happening yay so yeah this movie felt way longer than it was yeah uh, it's i don't know why because it's just talking and it's not interesting talking when you have a movie like if you have a title like werewolves of the third reich which i guarantee that's the starting point of this movie that's the, that's where they started they started the with the title <laughs> yeah if you have you gotta go harder than this like you gotta go all in if you're gonna have a stupid name like that and that's what i was expecting yeah and you can't just be like like i like killing nazis and that's the payoff yeah Hmm. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, that's why I was, you know, I'm still holding out hope for Werewolf Women of the SS by Rob Zombie. Um, 
because that's more what I was expecting, like over the top, even if it looks bad gore, but just going with that idea and just just go all in on it. And they did not do that. (laughs) (laughs) I might be a little scarred on like Nazi werewolves after this film. Like I'm going to need something to come through and shepherd me back to faith in these types of films because that was bad. That was really bad. Um, so uh, there is no sequel as of yet. Like I said, it it threatened us at the end credits that the Fearsome <laughs> Four would return. Um, but as of yet, uh, nothing. Um, we'll, we'll see. It's got really bad ratings on Letterboxd and <laughs> IMDb. It's... <laughs> And yeah. We were not the only ones to uh, watch this and go, oh. <laughs> yeah. Again, con- congrats on them finishing a movie and putting out a movie that's, well, done enough. Um, wow, you're struggling <laughs> so hard to just say that. Well, because it's, so, it, it, it's not so bad it's good either is the thing, too. Like, right. it's not a room or birdemic. It's, I think that this movie is a great film for if you have a party Mm -hmm. and you need something on in the background for people that are like socially awkward or just don't feel like, you know, chatting with people yet. And you say, Hey, I'm putting this stupid movie on in the background. Take a shot every time they say Nazis (laughs) and you're going to have a great time. Just make sure other things are happening at the same time. Yeah, You can't sit down. This movie can't be the focal point. Going on. This would not be a good, uh, you know, Netflix party movie if it, if you were to set up. Oh one my of god! Those. Absolutely not. <laughs> All your friends will hate you, and they will slowly drop off of the, the chat. Yeah, watch party <laughs> one at a time. So yeah, uh, anything else add to Werewolves of the Third Reich? Nope. I'm just glad it's over. It's over. We 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 it's did over. it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I feel like this gives us some amount of street cred. <laughs> so uh, that brings us to the, our uh, everyone's favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, what what have we been watching? What are your recommendations? Things you've been doing and or watching? Hmm. Well, uh, I haven't been watching very much. I've been kind of... Um, re-watching Snowpiercer and watching new Snow Snowpiercer. So, I mean, since the last time we talked, there was like two episodes. So, it's not a whole lot um, that I have to recommend. I am excited to watch Severance. Oh, yeah. On Apple TV. Um, I have a friend that will be doing the post-show podcast. Ooh. I don't Whatever those things are called, you know, like HBO does it a bunch. Yeah, kind of like a Talking uh, Dead or talking bad yeah yeah whatever those ver you know that is but he's on that show and being paid apple tv dollars so i was like that's cool so i'm going to support him by by checking that out and listening but i'm genuinely interested in the concept it seems weird as fuck um and i um i'm excited about well Excited is a strong word. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm interested in a new Batman and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I don't really have anything that's like, I'm definitely going to, you know, I've been watching this. I've been devouring it. The only thing I do have on my watch list right now are two movies on Hulu um, that I haven't been able to watch yet. And they are The Deep House and um, Crap. And Crap? (laughs) I haven't heard of that one. (laughs) <laughs> no, Nightmare Alley. Oh, Nightmare, Nightmare Alley. Alley. Yeah, yeah. Because I missed I missed that in theaters, so I saw it pop up, and I was like, "Oh, sweet." So I I have some stuff to watch, but I don't have much to report. Okay. What have you been watching? Um, not a lot of movies because I've been watching a whole lot of Olympic hockey. Um, unfortunately, yeah. our girls fell short in the gold medal game, but mm. still got silver. So it's hard yeah. to beat Canadians at hockey. That's that's fair. I have you been following curling? I'm I was watching not. the first half, and um, it helped because I can just watch it the whole time that I'm at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so we have TV, there so <laughs> it's perfect. Um, but I, you know, the last week or so, I've been like kind of running around like crazy from studio to here to bar to blah, mm. and so I kind of missed what what's been happening. But I did see like. A Canadian man, like full blown ug- ugly crying, oh. and I was like, "Who did that to him? <laughs> like, what? What have you done to make this poor man break down? Like, he was like squatting and heaving, crying, and I was like, "Is this good cry? Is this bad cry? Like, his teammates were just kind <laughs> of like pat, pat, pat." everything will be okay and i was like that seems like bad cry yeah so i need to catch up on that which um i'll definitely do here in the next couple of days yeah between stuff i just put the olympics on in the background (laughs) it's hard to tell at the olympics you're right like is he crying because he's super happy and he did the thing or did he just fall short right like and i i've been watching a lot of the figure skating stuff um kind of on and off i watch mostly the men's but i have the women's going every once in a while and that happens too like i just look over and it's like tears and i'm like good tears bad tears what are we doing what (laughs) what is this what's going on and then everybody's like jumping up and down like oh good tears tears. (laughs) and then lots of bad tears yeah so many bad tears yeah the u.s women were looking a bit sad and i was like oh um also weird part hockey wise is both america and canada were knocked out in the second round of the the tournament in men's really huh so now it's slovakia russia russia makes sense well not it's not russia (laughs) right but it's it's not russia it's not russia it's quote (laughs) unquote not russia uh sweden which makes sense and i can't remember who the fourth team is but yeah u.s and canada both been knocked out of men's hockey wow probably because the nhl isn't uh participating this year right yeah weird crazy stuff so outside of that um so i haven't been able to watch a whole lot of movies but i am on my apes run still so (laughs) i saw escape from the planet of the apes so they were able to make a sequel to a movie where the end of it was the earth was vaporized in a nuclear blast oh wait so how did the next movie start (laughs) so do you you know who zira and cornelius were from the very first movie so mm-hmm. they got in Taylor's spaceship and took off right before it blew up. 
Oh. And because the Earth blew up, it created a vortex of some, a space vortex that sent them back in time to the 70s. And they spent, uh, you know, a whole movie as talking apes in the 70s on regular Earth. Oh, no. That sounds like a bad episode of, like, <laughs> the Brady Bunch. And there is there is a part, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but they're like, you're having, you're having pregnancy hysteria. Drink some wine to calm down. Oh. Oh, God. It's like, how did we survive as a species through the 70s? Like We haven't. We're seeing the effects today. <laughs> That's why boomers are the way they are. They were in the 70s. Oh my God! Yeah, that's a, that explains a lot. It's like, how did society get here? And it's like, oh, just look at every just, decade yeah. before this one. <laughs> that's how we got here. Um, and so yeah, they have a, a a super smart baby, and then Roberto Maltabon showed up, and everyone was shot. <laughs> that was the end. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um. Okay, so this is turning out to be a much wilder ride than I thought. Yeah, your rewatch would be. And I, I just got, I was watching it before we started, and I got about a half hour left. I'm watching Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Ooh. So there actually is continuity. Oh no! So uh, the child of Zira and Cornelius survived. And was hiding out with Roberto Montalban in a circus. And this takes place 20 years later, which puts it in the 90s, which I find hilarious. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's the 70s idea of what the 90s would look like. <laughs> oh, God. Lots of blinking lights and, you know, computer consoles. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. Doop, doop, doop. And, but the weird part is, is his name, the child's name, is Caesar. Oh. And I was like... Oh, did someone know that? Or was this like by complete accident that they ended up doing the reboot one and naming him Caesar? That feels intentional. Yeah. So someone watched these bad sequels before writing. Oh, I'm sure they did. And they probably like, I mean, who knows, but I can just, I can imagine that there are even more Easter eggs. Yeah. Um. So hopefully I'll find them as I'm. Rewatching, um, but yeah, this one is it's starting. So basically, there's a time loop now, because Caesar is starting the revolution of the apes uh, in the '90s, because there was a plague that wiped out all dogs and cats, and so humans needing a, a new pet went to apes and then started breeding them bigger and bigger. So basically, they're the human-sized apes from the movie, but they're like our slaves. And he's starting the revolution of the apes, but he only exists because the other ones went back in time from the first one. <laughs> Whoa! It, I'm sorry. I was I I need more time <laughs> and and an edible was, to to get through this. <laughs> I was so surprised there's even continuity. I figured they would just like ignore all the other ones and just do just like an ape movie. But sure, there's there's continuity between them all. So weird. Well, I'm learning so much from your experience. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, TV show wise, uh, Star Trek Discovery started back up, so I've been watching that. Oh, okay. Um, been on Peacemaker. I'm not to the final episode yet, but apparently it's really good. So I'm not caught up on Peacemaker because the day that I went to finish, like 
to catch up, HBO Max was like, nah. Nah, dog. I was like, but only Peacemaker. Oh, weird. Everything else, fine. Peacemaker, fuck you. That's That was my ex- entire experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I tried to watch, I think it was WandaVision, uh, the finale um, that night the night of the day it came out and like yeah i was having all sorts of issues because i think everyone was watching it. yeah probably like disney plus was like all y'all calm the fuck down it'll be here tomorrow too <laughs> um and yeah south park started back up so i've been watching yes that. and um that's pretty much it besides still just you know getting through star trek yeah lots and lots of star where are trek. you now so I'm on season six, just started season six of Next Gen, and almost done, pretty close to being done with the first season of uh, Deep Space Nine. Nice. God, you watch a lot of shows. It's really impressive. <laughs> like, how do you keep it all straight? I actually have a list that helps keep it all straight. I, why did I even right? ask? Okay. <laughs> like, I knew that answer. <laughs> Mr. Organized over there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, well, before we wrap up, what what if you want to listen next week? What are we watching for our next time? Yes. Yeah, so next week we're going to be watching a 1981 film called Wolfen or Wolfen. Not sure. W O L F E N. Um, and it's got relatively okay ratings. So I have hope. That it will be wolfy. Is there any Nazis in it, though? I If they say <laughs> it like that, I'm leaving. So <laughs> We will find out together. Yay. <laughs> so if, um, if people want to find you, Matt, and your videos and your music... Not your actual music. That was not. <laughs> and your music, which is not music. It's true. Although if you wanted to make music, you could if you wanted to. I could. I'm not going to snatch that out of your hands. <laughs> um, I'm wizard, uh, wizard underscore Matt on Twitter, wizard cosplay on Instagram, and pharaoh wizard on TikTok, where I, I was finally described as a dog, which is fun. What? So there's this lady who's doing the different breeds of men, describing men as if they were breeds of dogs. It's like, these oh, are the golden funny. retriever boys. and they like, <laughs> So I'm apparently a blue healer. That one seemed to fit me the best. So huh. I'll take it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not know men were dogs, but I guess I did know the men were dogs. I don't know. This is confusing. TikTok is a strange place. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, there's if you, if you watch my most recent, it's it's there, and it'll be more explanatory. And then um, my band is Leonardo Leonardo. You can find all our stuff on LeonardoLeonardoBand.com. And where can people find you at? Um, you can find me at Luna underscore Minui. It's M I N U I T on Twitter, Instagram. And TikTok, um, mostly right now trying to prepare for this show, so you'll probably just see a lot of spam for that. I am performing at Dark Side of the Con uh, the first weekend in April, so I will be up there in uh, New Jersey doing Aerial Chains again, and it will be fun. Alrighty. 
Well, thank you for listening for another episode yeah. of The Goth and the Sloth, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.